Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Flashbank Podcast. My name is John Ariza. I'm a talent acquisition specialist for Flashbank. And uh, this is episode three. And we uh, would like to welcome you to uh, this episode as we head into the year end and uh, look forward to new episodes in the year 2021. It's kind of hard to imagine, isn't it? I mean, 2020, uh, what the heck happened there? So uh, we've got uh, a couple of guests here on our show, uh, one of which we haven't spoken with in a while, Tyler Colt, sales director for Flashbank. And then uh, a little later on in the program, we'll be talking with uh, uh, Joseph Astabiza, uh, vice president, West Coast Operations and director of talent acquisition. Flashbags. So we're just going to jump right in here with Tyler Cole. Tyler, how are you? Johnny, I'm well. Thank you for asking. A lot of businesses are, are very, um, very uh, excited to hear about some of our programs that we have available for the merchants, and uh, and many of which uh, that we that we champion quite well. And one of which is the cash discount program. So you know, for for those uh, uh, that are listening for the first time, that are new to the industry, Tyler, those that are listening that uh, are well experienced know uh, the cash discount program, the ins and outs. Maybe there may be certain things that what we do that other companies don't do, but uh, for for those that, that are listening and uh, have curiosity, what is the cash discount program? How does it work, Tyler, in simple terms? How can you explain that? It's funny that you mentioned um, seasoned sales vets as well. I recently have a, a sales partner that came on my team that has been out of the industry for about 10 years. And she recognized the term surcharging. So for industry vets that haven't done it in, in a while, uh, surcharging is very similar. It's not technically the same thing, but they'll they'll recognize it as a surcharge. So, um, cash discount is a pricing option for a merchant. It's not going to fit all businesses necessarily, and a majority of the reason why it wouldn't be a fit would actually be the, the business owner themselves, the actual merchant, because not all merchants are comfortable with the way cash discount works, and so to cut right to the chase. Cash discount is a way of setting up a merchant with equipment. It can be done virtually. It can be done with point of sale equipment or a regular terminal. And when a transaction takes place, the system that we're using, whether it's, again, a terminal, online, point of sale system, whatever it is we've deployed to that merchant, it's going to automatically add 4% to the transaction and that is presented as the final sales price, just like you would add in tax. And the customer, they get a discount if they pay with cash. So the kicker here is that the merchant's fees that they're paying on a monthly basis are completely eliminated, almost down to zero. It depends on if they're using a point of sale system or a terminal. You can refer back to your sales director for that information as far as what their monthly operating expense is going to be. But essentially a merchant, the majority of their processing fees is going to come from the card brands, Visa, MasterCard, American Express, and Discover. And it's going to be a considerable amount of money. Uh, for talking about what we call in the industry an effective rate, someone's bringing in 10 grand, they're probably spending close to you know, between three and four dollars on their processing on a monthly basis. And you can put all of that money back in their pocket on a monthly basis. That's huge. It's a big deal right now with COVID, uh, given that a lot of businesses are struggling and they want to put as much money back in their pocket as humanly possible. 
And a lot of merchants don't even know that this is an option. And it's a great way for you as a sales partner to break the ice with the merchant. Uh, a lot of our seasoned vets that focus solely on the cash discount program, they're going to open up with it. They say, hey, Mr. And Mrs. Merchant, did you know that there's a program that can completely and totally wipe away all your processing fees? And that's going to raise an eyebrow because if they heard about it in the past, maybe they forgot about it. Most merchants haven't ever touched it, haven't looked at it, didn't even know it was a thing. And so we always let them know, hey, as a matter of due diligence, you can pilot this program for a month, try it out. I'm just here to let you know that it exists. It's my job to make sure that, you know, as your um, representative for merchant processing, that I'm covering everything with you to make sure that you know what your options are with cash discount. And a real important detail for our sales partners out there, you earn three to five times the residuals on cash discount deals. It's a win-win-win. You're putting a whole bunch of money back into the business that you're working with and your residuals. I mean, it's the equivalent of signing up four or five accounts in, in one. It's a slam dunk program, really popular. A lot of, a lot of merchants are switching over to it these days. Now, now Tyler, what types of businesses though, uh, will, will truly benefit from, um, from this, uh, this program, the cash discount program? What types of businesses show the most amount of uh, gain from this and in some businesses that it just won't work? It's a good question. Um, the reality of the situation is, as far as I'm concerned, at least everyone, that's my opinion, but the businesses that are more likely to bite on it, those are going to be businesses with a low average ticket. So let's take a bagel shop or a coffee shop, for example, lots and lots of transactions, low average ticket, 10, 15 bucks. So if we're adding 4% to a transaction, $10, that's 40 cents. No one's going to bat an eyelash. Give me my coffee and my bagel and let me go to work kind of thing. Realistically, we have car dealerships on this program. So basically, you know, someone's making a down payment for a car, two, three, four thousand dollars $4,000. That's a big, uh, big expense if you're a car dealership and you know, it's cutting into your margin. And so the reality of the situation is it's all about how you train your merchants to posture with the business owner, uh, with their customers, I'm sorry. And you want to let your merchants know that the cost of doing business is already factored into the products and services that you sell. Why wouldn't you include the cost of processing and what you're charging your merchants? Just makes sense. And that, that light doesn't really click with merchants until you explain it to them. A lot of them are going to say, oh, I, I can't do that to my customers. I, I can't possibly do that. And the way they want to posture is, hey, you get a discount if you pay cash. This is the sales price of the item. Because most people are using cards these days, especially with COVID. They're using contactless payment, cash is dirty kind of thing. And so the the, the, the direct answer to that question is is small, uh, small ticket businesses where there's lots of transactions and a low average ticket. Now, now when these merchants, they, they receive their statement at months and uh, when, you, when you're doing the... Um, the lead in to pitching, uh, and, and I know you've done this before, uh, cause you, you sell as well, uh, for the company besides being an awesome sales director. Now, uh, when they receive their, their statement at the end of the month in comparison with what they've been doing before Tyler, uh, it, it should show some significant savings for them, right? I mean, there's going to be some fees that's going to virtually be eliminated. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's the cool thing about cash discount too, is generally speaking, when we're, you know, working with a merchant, we're going to do a cost analysis. We're going to do a statement analysis and we're going to look at their existing situation and reverse engineer the math on it and find out 
how much they're spending, what their rates are, and how much of a dent we can make. And that means we have to get a copy of their processing statement. They have to you know, find it, get it over to us, and there's a process involved there. It's not terribly difficult, but that's the beauty of cash discount. Merchants know how much they're spending. It's obviously a pain point. It's money coming out of their account. It's a cost of doing business. It's something that they don't like. And so the cool thing about cash discount that I share with my sales partners is we don't even have to do a proposal. They know what they're spending. We don't have to get a copy of that statement. You can just tell that merchant, hey, if you're using a point of sales system, a little bit of a cost involved with uh, the software that we use to make cash discount work. So depending on whether or not it's a retail or restaurant, um, we'll come up with a final number. And if it's a, just a regular plain Jane credit card terminal, then it could be down to about 20 bucks a month, for example. So we don't even need to actually look at the statement. And when that merchant does get their statement, once they actually, you know, do process for a month with, with us on cash discount, they're going to be pretty happy about it. Well, that's the eventual goal. So, uh, you know, and another thing to look at, you know, with cash discount, when you're, uh, as a sales rep and you're, you're pitching, uh, the cash discount program to the merchants, uh, another, uh, in my opinion, Another good thing to say is, uh, you know, besides saving the money uh, in the processing, you can reinvest that money savings back into the business. That just makes all the world of sense. It really does. Uh, another way that we can help a merchant posture with their customers is, let's say you have a restaurant, for example. The merchant, uh, you know, the business owner, they can tell their customers if someone really gets a bellyache about it. They can tell someone, you know, what this does is this allows me to reinvest in my business. I can pay my employees better. I can buy better ingredients for the restaurant. And all in all, it's, it's going to go back into your experience. And that's, you know, there's obviously, again, there's a markup on everything to begin with. And this just allows me to put that much more back into what I'm able to provide for you. And, and that's and that's a that's a great thing to do. Anything that you can sh- anytime that you can show uh, benefit uh, in the product and uh, you know redirect that towards uh, the business's bottom line. That's always going to be a huge win. Now signage, uh, uh, where do the signs go? So when somebody comes into a place of business, where are the most uh, visible signs going to be placed for cash discount, Tyler? They are legally supposed to be placed at the point of sale. So wherever your cash register is, where someone's going to be transacting with your business, it's supposed to be visible uh, at the point that someone basically walks in. If your cash register is not, you know, at the front door, basically, let's say you're, you know, you're processing cards um, in the back. And um, so basically, as long as the customer customer can see the signage before they decide to, you know, patron your business, then you're good to go. And, and then inside the, uh, the business, uh, I mean, it's essential that, uh, that those that work uh, inside, let's say, um, I don't know, a liquor store, for example, that they know how cash discount works. If somebody comes in and, uh, and has a question about that, correct? That's right. Yeah. And those are a huge opportunity as well. I can't tell you how many convenience stores, liquor stores I've walked into where, they're already trying to collect an additional 50 cents. For example, they have a little handwritten sign up that says, if you spend less than $10, we're going to charge you 50 cents. The reality of the situation is those merchants still have money coming out of their account at the end of the month. And they're actually putting themselves in a worse position a couple of different ways between what they're showing as income and they're actually spending more on their processing, despite the fact that they're collecting some additional money to try to offset the cost. They're technically actually increasing the amount that they spend on their processing when they do that. And I'm happy to go over the numbers with anybody if they want to give me a call on that. 
Absolutely. In, in, in your opinion, Tyler, uh, what are some of the um, what are some of the misconceptions that maybe some merchants may have about cash discount program? You know, some of the, some of the common uh, uh, failures, I guess, in, in, in some way to understand this, that, uh, uh, that they just don't quite understand, uh, the cash discount program that they seem to, to, to have uh, in the initial, when you're, when you're trying to explain this, what, what are some of the things that, uh, that are some of their misconceptions in your opinion? I would say and the merchants that I've spoken to, they think that the big, the biggest one is going to be that they think that their customers aren't going to like it. They think they're going to lose, a whole truckload of business. And the reality of the situation is the amount of money that they're going to save on their merchant processing is well above the monetary loss that they think they're going to incur based on the number of customers that they think that they're losing. You get one or two people that bellyache, it's going to happen. Most customers don't even notice. Like I mentioned before, give me my bagel, give me my coffee and they go about my, you know, about my day kind of thing. And if that merchant is you know, good at posturing with the customer, then it shouldn't be an issue. And from there, some customers, some merchants actually think it's illegal and it's not. Uh, what is illegal is actually making money off of merchant processing. You're not making any money in the situation. Someone comes in and spends a hundred bucks in your business. You get a hundred dollars deposited. We use that additional money charged to offset the cost of processing behind the curtains you know, here at the company. So, Merchants think it's, you know, just something that they shouldn't do or that they can't do. And maybe someone didn't explain it to them properly um, back when they, they last visited the concept. Now, now, when a merchant switches from traditional uh, uh, processing and goes into cash discount, they try the cash discount for some odd particular reason. They don't like the way that it operates. Uh, how easy is it for that merchant to get back into traditional processing with us again? That's a good question. Actually, that does come up. Um, as I mentioned before, they can always pilot the program and they have to wait until the end of the month in order to switch back. And the way we do that is we're already going to have all that merchant's information. We're going to run a new application. And so the sooner someone decides they want to switch, the better it is to get everything rolling so we can make sure that we get it done as soon as possible. But because of the way the accounting works, it has to be done at the end of the month. Good stuff. Good stuff, Tyler. Excellent. The cash discount program, it's very huge in our industry in, uh, in Flashbank. And you've explained this all very well, Tyler. Very proud to have you back on again in the show. It's been a while. And, uh, and uh, hey, thanks for, uh, for, for participating in episode three, Tyler. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. All righty. And then we're going to jump right back in just a little bit. And uh, we're going to come back again with you, Tyler. We're going to be talking with Joe Astabiza, And we're going to be covering the first 100 days uh, as, a, as a sales agent and some of the expectations that, uh, that you may have. And we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to the Flashbank podcast. Flashbank is a leading provider of electronic payments technology that thousands of businesses trust to manage their daily payments. Learn more about our cutting-edge, cloud-based solutions at flashbank.com. Well, hello, and welcome back to uh, 
episode three of our Flashbank podcast. And uh, with us on uh, this episode here, we'll be talking about the first 100 days as a as a sales agent in our company, some of the expectation levels that uh, you may be thinking about, ways to be successful. And, and we're going to help you, help you uh, be successful and answer uh, any and all types of questions that just may be uh, top of mind uh, for you. Uh, as a new agent of ours uh, with uh, our company, Flashbank. So with us, uh, we have uh, Joe Astabiza, uh, Vice President, West Coast Operations and uh, Director of Talent Acquisition, back on the show. And sneaking his way back in uh, is Tyler Colt, Sales Director uh, of uh, Flashbank, who did a a great, great explanation on on the cash discount program. And uh, Joe, I'm going to ask this uh, question here of you. How do uh, many of the sales agents that we recruit, uh, especially those that are new to the industry, might feel a little lost when they first uh, start out and have no idea how to begin and, you know, what to do, you know, once we recruit them and then, you know, give give them some uh, wonderful training and then send them off on their way to do, uh, you know, business to business development in their community. So what, what are some of the things that, uh, that uh, might help some of these new agents, Joe, that uh, might feel a little lost? Thanks. Thanks, Johnny. Um, It's a great question. So, you know, one thing we say in this business is that, you know, you never want to get paralysis analysis. There's so much things to review. Um, You know, of course, we we give them a roadmap how to be successful and and sort of gain traction right out the chute. And that's comprised of several different angles and arrows of business. Uh, One is, is that, of course, we have a sales director comprised of a sales director and an assistant. Um, that is there for one-on-one intervals of conversations and training. And the second thing is, of course, we have the back-end portal, uh, the back-end office, which is our own proprietary CRM that's loaded with resources for training, education. Um, Of course, there's a a dashboard of transparency so they can monitor their business. But getting started, um, really, we always tell them just you follow your money. You know, um, businesses that you frequent, uh, you might know Mary and Joe, the decision maker down the street. You might know Al's mechanic. Um, these are places that you want to start off with because it's already easy to break that ice. Um, ultimately, what we're doing is we're not selling you one anything in this model. Um, as you know, a lot of businesses are already currently accepting debit and credit as a form of payment. Uh, so what gives? What we're doing is we're exposing the hidden fees from their third party, uh, showing what it's like to be with a better company, with a better service, a better solution with lower rates. So it's really just hopping in, you know, not taking away anything from the Nike slogan, but we always say just do it. So it's just really just getting out there and doing it. And, and you know, and, and that's, of course, that, that's that's a great thing. Uh, but, you know, when when I'm doing my recruiting, Joe, uh, some of the things that I like to um, impress upon people that, you know, because I, I get asked this all the time, you know, so, you know, what what do I do? Where do I go? You know, in your in your sales, uh, your sales director that we assign uh, to the agent, uh, you know, goes more in depth. But what I always like to do is, uh, you know, somebody knows somebody uh, in business. Uh, that's just a natural. Whether you know you you go into the local coffee shop, the the, the business owners right there, you get to know them. You, right. you know, you know Larry. You know, that's you know the low hanging fruit, or maybe from your your own sphere of influence. Uh, maybe you know you belong to an organization, a church group, or what have you. And uh, and and you know people that have local businesses and and that's always somebody uh you know as a, as a new rep 
is to talk to people that know you, that trust you and, you know, want to help you in a new venture. I don't know anybody that, is, that at least doesn't want to, to get a listen to somebody, you know, in, in a new uh, experience that they may be in. And it's going to be a little rusty at first. Let's face it. I mean, nobody expects anybody to know and understand, you know, this, uh, this opportunity right from the, right from the get go. But I tell you what, you give yourself the right amount of time. Uh, there will be, uh, you'll have that moment where it all starts clicking on all, on all thrusters, but, uh, that's going to be some of the, there's, there's going to be some challenges inside, uh, you know, the first 100 days. And, uh, that's why, you know, we're here, uh, to support and, uh, and give, uh, the agents, uh, all the encouragements that we need. And, you know, I hear that, uh, daily from our sales directors that we have, uh, all the positive encouragement and answering all the questions and, and, uh, and, and, and making sure that the, uh, the new prospect uh, is on the road to success. So, you know, those are all, you know, uh, simple, easy, you know, common uh, things in, in sales that uh, that a lot of uh, sales reps uh, just some, sometimes just don't know, especially if they're new to the industry uh, and they've done something else and this is all something all brand new. So this is going to be a, a new thing for these uh, for these sales reps. But uh, in that first 100 days, Joe, uh, what can what can we do to help these sales agents uh, lay a good, strong foundation so they can see some uh, some uh, fast, sustainable growth. So they, we can put money in their pocket. Well, um, you know, like I mentioned, you know, it's really just jumping in and doing it. Um, you know, there's so much glitter and glam, um, you know, behind this. If you're thinking about different, you know, peripherals on equipment and hardware, um, you know, whether if it's a restaurant point of sale, if it's a, a mobile device, if it's a, a gateway or a push button on the website that we're going to add. Now, all of those things could be all those things could be surfaced by the sales director. You know, really what we want them to do is just make sure they're able to get in front of a, a, a business owner, an influencer or a decision maker. And of course, we want if they're currently processing, as you know, they get a bill just like everyone gets a bill for their cell phone. Uh, we want to start there. It's just like when you go into the dentist's office, you don't want them to drill on your mouth right away. You want to look at an x-ray first. So that's exactly how we posture this thing. And if you could get out there and if it's um, any kind of business that wants to play ball and we could take a look at their um, cost statement analysis, then you lean on your sales director for all that support. Um, these guys are these guys are open after hours, weekends in betweens to hop on the phone, help you posture this thing, obviously draft a, a side by side statement analysis, expose the hidden fees that they're paying from their third party company and show them the benefits um, by being with us and with Flashbank with you. Right. So. Um, it's really just leaning on that support that we give here. Um, you know, we don't, it's not rocket science, but at the same time, we don't want people to get head over heels, um, just nervous about, you know, all of these different things that could be, um, could just be, you know, confusing for someone that doesn't have any experience to the industry. But that's what the sales directors are, are here for. We're here to support them, uh, make sure that we uh, form fit this uh, to any specific business. And we got to shoot for every foot. So it's uh, really leaning on the support that we give internally here in-house at Flashbang. Absolutely. And, and that's what we do. I think we do a, a really good job at that, Joe, in, uh, in helping our, our reps out in the field and, uh, and, and help them, uh, you know, understand, uh, you know, what we do. So, uh, Tyler, you know, explain, explain to me, uh, you know, what are some of the challenges 
uh, that you that you run into, you know, when, when you're uh, when you're on the phone talking with these sales reps? What are some of the challenges that some of these sales reps often run into uh, during their first 100 days? And and what do you do uh, to help them overcome uh, some of these challenges that that they may have? And maybe you, you might have something of some experience that you've had recently with an agent. Uh, who was kind of like on the fence and not quite sure you were able to turn the corner, get them involved, and then, you know, the end result, you got them to flip a deal. You know, the, the agent that I was uh, speaking to earlier today is actually a great example. And um, she, you know, she's heavy into art and music, but she also sells uh, life insurance. Kind of a weird mix. And she is perfectly postured to absolutely do huge things in this industry. And so when she came on board with us, it was actually towards the beginning of this year. And um, because life got in the way, she and I never actually got a chance to connect and have a conversation. And her perception of what was available to her is the reason why she put it on the back burner. And I'm a director over here. You know, I check in with my sales partners and I reached out to her today and painted the picture for her and she was blown away that she had as much support available to her as she actually does. She thought that she was going to have to completely and totally relearn the industry from the ground up kind of thing. And I let her know, you know, at the end of the day, our relationship is mutually beneficial. I am here to help you close business. And so you can do something as little as send me a phone number and say, Hey, Ty, I talked to this guy. He's interested uh, not sure what he needs or what he's got going on, but give him a buzz. And I'm humble. Everyone over here at Flashbank is, if it means that we can help you as a sales partner grow your portfolio here with the company, we're going to do everything we can to help you do that and help out that merchant. And most people that come on board, you know, they it's it's kind of difficult for a lot of people to kind of really wrap their arms around just exactly what they have access to here at Flashbank because. This industry is unique. It's something that most people don't think about on a daily basis. For example, when you go and you put your debit or credit card in that machine, most people, the only thing they're thinking about is how much money just left my bank account. You know, they might look at the machine and think to themselves, oh, I've used this one before. You know, I know what's coming up next, which button to press kind of thing. But what's happening behind the curtains and who set them up is off of the radar of most people in the United States. And jumping into this industry is like drinking from a fire hose. But I always try to drive home the point with my sales partners. You are never, ever bugging me. I want to hear from you. I love when my new sales partners call me, any of my sales partners for that matter. Give me a buzz. You're walking down the street, walking the dog, and you were thinking about a business that you know you uh, were thinking about approaching. Call me. We'll talk about it. We'll go over their, you know, how we think that business is processing, what their pain points might be, what we maybe should do for them, some good questions that would be to ask them that would break the ice. You know, those questions that are unique to their industry or business model. We love doing that as sales directors. I love doing that. I love talking to my sales partners and a lot of new sales partners, like Joe was saying, they get analysis paralysis. They're like, Whoa, like how am I, what do I do next? And it's when you're not sure what to do next or when someone throws a question at you that you don't have an answer to, that's when you call your sales director. That is literally the reason why we're here. A hundred percent is to help you and grow your business. That's awesome. Great advice, Tyler. Great advice. So if, if you had to, Tyler, in, in just a sentence or two, if you had to um, extract 
the essence of everything that you do uh, when you're talking with these sales agents into just a sentence or two uh, of, of your advice that you give to these sales reps, uh, what would you tell them? My only advice there is to approach this industry, while it is technically a sales industry, approach this industry like you are a business owner because you're technically running your own business and treat every business owner that you work with as if you are a partner in their business and take a genuine interest in their business and, you know, treat it like a service industry, not a sales industry. You're here to help and you're here to shoulder the burden of everything and anything and everything having to do with merchant processing in that person's business. You're you're their go-to for everything. They know they can rely on you. And you do a very good job at that, Tyler. You do an excellent job in, in getting these uh, sales agents that uh, that we recruit and, and you get them all wrapped up into it. And you have them believe. You have them believe that, yes, they can they can be successful and, uh, and they can uh, earn a good living. Yeah, Joe, uh, now do you have uh, any tips for new sales agents that are listening uh, on, on ways to help them build their self-confidence and in, in your in your opinion in your opinion, any any solid tips? Absolutely. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that obviously as we knowledge is power, and the more knowledgeable you are, the more successful you will be in anything you do in life, a firm believer of that. You know, obviously you gotta be able to you got to be able to take a no, right? So what we call a rhino skin in this industry, you got to have some of that texture, right? And sometimes you have to gain that texture by actually going out and doing it, right? Getting getting scuffed up, getting off the porch, really finding your way. Um, one big thing that I say in this industry is, you know, you're going to get no's, right? And for me, no just means not now, but maybe later, right? So be used to hearing those no's, um, you know, transitioning those into maybe later's. Right. Um, another big thing is, is that you don't really want to sing to a pig. Um, you know, the, the pig doesn't really know what you're saying and it just upsets the pig. So some people that are, are not hearing you and giving you those no's now, um, those will formulate to, to maybe laters uh, to, to actual wins. And we want to help push that message through the goal line. So uh, really getting out there. Um, one big thing is, is that you got to understand now it's uh, a monetary thing, but it could also be a lifelong thing where, um, right now, you just got to eat what you hunt, right? So it's eat now and then taste later, right? So if you're hungry and you're going out there and you're trying to do the best you can, use the law of averages, whether that's, you know, uh, talking to 30 business owners a day, uh, maybe you're, you're marketing yourself, you're putting publications out there through potpourris or any kind of business ads, maybe you're becoming a part of BNI groups and you're networking this thing. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Uh, really put all the arrows out there of business and definitely you will be successful 100%. So uh, I want to thank uh, Joe and Tyler for uh, participating, talking about the cash discount program and then uh, the expectations for the, the first 100 days. So thank you for listening to episode three. My name is John Ariza, talent acquisition specialist for Flashbank. We hope to see you on our next episode, episode four in twenty. Hey, thanks a lot, Johnny. Don't forget to subscribe to the Flashbank podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud so you never miss a new episode. To learn more about opportunities at Flashbank, visit flashbank.com.